universal amongst all businesses. As you're growing, you need to have a process in place for each different thing. Welcome to BizBuild Podcast, presented to you by the good folks here at Diamondback Tool Company. I'm the host of the show, Damani, head of sales and media for Diamondback Tool Belts. Follow me at Diamondback underscore Damani, that's D-A-M-A-N-I on Instagram. I'm here, as I will be on every episode, with Connor Crook, CEO of Diamondback Tool Belts. Follow him on Instagram at Diamondback.toolbelts. The purpose of BizBuild is to provide listeners an inside track on what it takes to build a business. It is our hope that you can learn from our successes and pitfalls and siphon knowledge from our various expertise so that you can get an edge in the business of building something great. If you want something. And with an email, you know, you can actually take the time to write out your complete thought because when you send a a DM or a text, a lot of times you're trying to be quick and you're something may get lost or in in the translation there. So then that's going to lead to that second kind. I'm sorry, what did you mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, that's. Again, we're getting a little bit out of the context of what we're doing here at Diamondback, but I think it's it's a it's a lesson as for people in business. Try to be as professional as you can with your communications. Try to think through your communications before you make them, so that uh, when the other person receives them, there's there's not a lot of uh, ambiguity. You know, that's something we talked about on, on an episode earlier when we were talking about contracts. Mm-hmm. Just to bring it back home to the root, I guess one of the things that any business owner is going to deal with is how different people are and how different they communicate within the customer realm. At the end of the day, I'm going to respond to every DM I get, every email I get. I'm going to be polite no matter how annoying I might feel the message may be because I could just be feeling a certain way that day. I'm man enough to admit that it could be my time of the month. So I'm going to respond to all those things and I'm going to be as polite as possible and I'm always going to give the person an opportunity to communicate what it is that their true what their true need is because if a customer has taken the time and their day to reach out to me that means something to them that was their time and so whether or not they're slightly slow or uh, angry or whatever I need to respect the, t- the fact that they took that time and I want to respond to them and the tone of my response oftentimes determines what comes back to me. So in business, if a person is, sends me a nasty email, right, if I immediately become offended and then I respond back in a way that's subtly offended, then that's going to continue to escalate in the email chain. Sure. The, the, the old story in the, in the legal world was that there were- the joke is that email has become a downfall for the legal profession because in the olden days, every lawyer had a secretary. Mm. And a lawyer would dictate a letter into their little tape player, mm-hmm. hand it off to the secretary, who would then type it up, and who would then walk into the lawyer's office and say, do you really want me to send this? Mm. And if the lawyer said, heck yeah, send it to that SOB, the, law, the secretary would say, okay. She'd go back to her office and put it in the drawer and wait for Monday. Right. <laughs> Unfortunately, with email, uh, we don't we skip that that filter, mm-hmm. and a lot of times we send emails that 
in hindsight may have not been very wise. Right. And so, you know, for or me, they communicate what we truly meant. For me personally, I kind of have a strategy on that. If somebody sends me an email that really gets me hot, I write a response and I close it. Right. Put it in the draft. You know, it'll it's still there. It's a draft in your email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go back and find it the next day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then the next day after that 24-hour cooling off period, you go back and you look at the email and you say, I really want to send that. And usually you're going to soften it up a little bit. Mm. You want to get the point across, hey, I'm upset about what you said and da 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 and this is how I see the situation, but don't fan the flame. It, it, it just keeps going up and up and up. It just keeps getting ratcheted up, and then you end up in a situation where nobody doesn't work out for anybody. One thing that I found, too, is that if I'm very clear about my intention early in an email, that helps things out. One of the things I, one of the phrases I say all the time is, it's just as important to me as it is to you that you get your product and you're happy with it. <laughs> that simple sentence alone can diffuse so much tension within a difficult uh, interaction right. between a customer when that customer knows that I'm really thinking about them being satisfied. And especially in this world, we're talking about DMs and emails and things that are so impersonal, right? Um, Whether people know it or not, they crave uh, to be considered, to be cared about. And it's very easy to send off a DM or a text message that says something you would never say to someone's face. Right. Say it to my face and say it with your chest. (laughs) (laughs) The next, um, we got a couple more topics to cover in this, which will be a two-part episode. Now that you, now that Diamondback has grown significantly significantly in the last three years, one of the things uh, that we're focusing on is a division of labor within the system. Uh, within the company, uh, who's doing what? Who's responsible for what? One of the things that we talked about just as recently as yesterday is sort of building a checks and balances system. Right. Um, so maybe certain people are assigned certain things, but how do we lean on each other to ensure that everything's being done at the best of uh, its ability to be done? Um, would you, would you chime in a little bit about your thoughts on how to break down <laughs> yeah, the yeah. jobs that are going on? <clears throat> That's funny. I, I was Last night I'm reading a book um, by a former CEO at Intel, and he was talking about different management, how, to, how the departments within the business can be broken down in different ways. And I looked at my wife and I said, I think I need to read this in about a year because this is about a business with 50 years. 50 or 100 or 150 people. We're not there yet. Mm -hmm. But, you know, even, but you can walk that back and start to think, how is this applicable to Everything's scalable, yeah. Today. Yeah. And, you know, I've I've been reading a lot of management books this year. Um, Some of them can be pretty darn dry. Um, I don't envy you. (laughs) it's, It's not something I've ever done. And so you can't just assume that, Hey, I'm a pretty good guy. I can figure this out. Um, you know, you always have to be trying to educate yourself. I've always looked at employees like a soccer team, right? So, or a basketball team, or whatever. Sure. Like, if you're a striker, your main pri- your 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 
your main purpose is to score goals, but that doesn't mean you don't play defense. Right. And, and you know, that's a, an, an analogy that gets used throughout the literature is that when you're a young company, a small company, you know, there's three of us here. We're adding a couple of folks now in different roles. Um, you're hiring athletes. Mm-hmm. And so think about, uh, think about that kid who plays football in high school and he's just an amazing athlete. Mm-hmm. He's going to be the quarterback. Right. He might not have an arm for crap. But, but he's, he's, be the the be- he's the best athlete there, so you got to put him in the quarterback position. And then when he goes to college, mm-hmm. he's going to all of a sudden be a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And then when he goes to the pros, he might end up being yeah. a linebacker or a cornerback He's going to be a corner. Yeah. <laughs> um, just because there are people who are better at that specific thing. Um, so when you're a small company, you're starting out, and you're like, okay, um, uh, I can. I'm pretty good at these three things. Um, I need to find somebody who's pretty good at these other three things, and somebody else who's pretty good at these other three things. And then we got a team. Mm. We can all kind of share responsibilities a little bit. Nobody is an expert at anything, but we're all competent. Right. <clears throat> and so you know, here at Diamondback, we've kind of got. I'm handling a certain part of the stuff. You're hand, handling us. Uh, the customer service and some of the sales and marketing. We work together on some of those things. And Tim is working on fulfilling orders and getting product in the door. And I help him a little bit with that. And you're giving him some help with that. And we're all, we all kind of have our, our kingdoms, but we realize none of us are really experts at any of it. So we kind of have to share things around. Well, as we add people and as any business starts adding people, then you want to start moving to that next level of competency where you say, you know what, the the hole that we have right now is whatever it is. Um, For us, you know, with marketing, we said none of us are expert marketers. Let's hire a marketing firm and we'll kind of interact with them and let them kind of really carry the load. Um, So there's always the possibility of using a subcontractor for something like that. It's always nice to be able to tell somebody your vision and then have them execute it as well. There's no reason to relearn everything or reinvent the wheel if you can pay somebody to do that for you and you have the means to do that. And even if you don't think you have the means to do it, you'd be amazed when you sit back and think about it. Okay, if I pay somebody to do that, that's going to really hurt, but that's going to free me up to spend more time selling stuff. Right. So that we can increase our revenue. So I got to make that investment. I got to make that sacrifice. I think the key thing there too, also just to interject real quick, is to when you do hire someone or pay someone to do something, there is a level of understanding that you still must have to have about what it is that they're doing sure. to ensure that you're not A, getting taken advantage of, and B, you're getting exactly what you want out of them or maximizing their particular talents. I sort of look at it like a, in the music industry, you have the uh, producer mm-hmm. who may not be the best mixing engineer, <clears throat> who may not be the best audio engineer, definitely doesn't play the best guitar or piano in the room, but can probably play a little guitar, a little piano, can mix, can engineer a little bit, right? Right. So that they have a they have enough knowledge about all the inform the individual things that they can ensure that the parts are working together properly. You're tuned in to the Biz Build Podcast. I'm Damani. And I'm Connor Crook. So they can ensure that the parts are working together properly. 
Sure, and that's as a consumer, which is really, you know, you're consuming a service in a sense. It's like if you're going to go buy a new truck, you don't just show up at the Ford dealership and say, give me a truck. Mm-hmm. You've already spent however long looking at consumer reports deciding, do I want to go look at the Chevys or the Fords or the Dodges and which ones are going to work for me? And then you go down there and you're just refining it. You already have done your research, which is a lot of what we're trying to do with you parts. You drove your buddy Chevy. <coughs> you know, you know whether you have to handle <coughs> Part of what we want to do with this podcast, especially when I'm talking about legal stuff, is I'm not giving people legal advice here. I'm not not the purpose of this podcast at all. But if I can give you enough information so that when you do go to see a lawyer, you can say, hmm, Connor told me I need to ask this question of this guy, and I kind of need to be on the lookout for this. That makes you an informed consumer. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing if I'm consuming services of a third-party contractor. I need to know a little bit about what they're doing Mm -hmm. To know, again, like you said, you're not getting taken for a ride. Talk to a couple of different options before you hire somebody. Um, but back to your question about division of labor around here, yeah, we're <clears throat> one of the things we're right, looking at right, doing right now is hiring uh, a chief operations officer. And that person's responsibility is really to update all of our systems. You know, we kind of, when, you, when you're a small company, you have a lot of, knowledge that's personal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know how to do certain things around here. You know how to do certain things around here. Tim knows how to do certain around things around here. What if one of us is out sick for a week? Mm. Uh, We're screwed. That's <clears throat> the answer to that question. <laughs> Optimally, a lot of this stuff gets automated. So, you know, hey, if I'm out for a week, push this button every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, the Homer Simpson. But you got to create those systems so that things can flow in the absence of people. Or as you add people to your system, they can plug in. And that, you know, this is a, a universal amongst all businesses. As you're growing, you need to have a process in place for each different thing. Say you're a trim carpenter. You need, this is how we trim windows. This is how we trim doors. This is how we instair, install a stair, stairwell, everything from the treads to the skirts. And you have to have all of those things. And in a best case scenario, you have them written down somewhere with nice little pictographs and everything explaining it so that <clears throat> someone new comes on, you say, this is how we do it. Right. And, and you're going to do this step within it. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't do that step until the step that's before it is done. Exactly. And that way it, it helps people be able to learn their job more quickly because you can say, instead of doing this entire door trim, I want you to do, I want you to go around every door in here and clean up the, the drywall so that the, so that it's ready. Mm-hmm. You're going to be the master at that. Right. And, then the, and then a couple of weeks later, it's like, okay, this is what I want you to do. I want you to do the next step on every door in here so that you master that step before moving on to the next one. And it also makes the overall process more efficient. In doing that as well, you then appreciate the steps that come before you and understand why they're important in the scope of the entire process. Right. I saw a, a message from Zach Detmore. who's a big uh, character on Instagram. He said, "Shout out Zach, who does crazy good work." He said one of the best things he ever did was as a, as a high school kid, he was a painter mm. because painters are kind of the low guy on the pole a lot of the time, where it's like, "Oh yeah, I kind of did a crappy job on that drywall. That's all right. The painter will have to fix it." Mm-hmm. And if you're the painter for a summer, you learn to appreciate everything that comes before you so that nobody has to clean up at the end of the day. Right. 
But yeah, so we're gonna we're hiring a new position in here who will come in, who will be able to create new systems for us so that we can look at sales. Let's organize our sales system. Marketing, let's organize how we do that. Let's be able to set certain metrics and benchmarks. Have we done this, this, this by certain dates? Are they giving us a proper return on our investment? Let's look at our finances. We should have accurate monthly reporting by the fifth, 10th of the following month, every month. Are we doing that properly? Are we projecting our cash flow? Let's look at supply chain. We're growing rapidly. It's hard to say, well, we ordered 50 Wranglers last month. Do we need to get 50 next month? No, we probably need to get 75 the way we're growing and be able to forecast those out, work with the manufacturers and say, hey, just so you know, over the next six months, we expect this much growth. We expect to have this. Is Are you going to be able to staff for that? Because if you're not, we go to plan B, which is we're going to every couple of months figure we need to add another manufacturer so that we can keep growing. And again, for the last three years, especially the last year or so, with the growth we've experienced, we can only, as three people, keep so many balls in the air, and we don't want to drop any of them. So we've got to professionalize the organization more. Talking about growth, we're talking about expansion, we're talking about surviving the crazy rigmarole, pitfalls, and challenges every day of running a business. Hoping that you can learn a little bit from what we're experiencing and apply that to the business that you're currently running or a business that you would like to start. If you ever have any suggestions for topics that you would like to hear on the BizBill podcast, please hit us up, send us an email. Uh, you heard in the introduction and in the outro all the different ways that you can contact us. Feel free to hit us up. And you just learned in this episode that we will respond to your messages. Be kind. I hope you have a great day. Be good to yourself. If not, be good to somebody. just been listening to the biz build podcast i'm your host damani follow me on instagram at diamondback underscore damani that's d-a-m-a-n-i or follow connor on instagram at diamondback.toolbelts you can also find more about diamondback by visiting our youtube page or facebook page hope you enjoyed what you heard here today and we look forward to you joining us again on our next episodes take care don't forget to like and subscribe.